Hello and welcome to another episode of the Portable Magic Dispenser. My name is Lucas Maxwell and I'm the librarian at Glenthorne High School. Um, this is a podcast for your school library, public library, whatever. And I uh, hope you enjoy it. hope you get something out of it. Today I'm going to simply talk quickly about five things I want to do at the beginning of this year. So if you're a new librarian or I guess even in, uh, someone who's been uh, you know established for a while, this hopefully will be helpful. These are just five things I want to try to do uh, to keep focused on as the year um, begins. That was our first day back today, so it was very busy. And these are just things I'm trying to remember to do. And they're very simple things, in my opinion, but uh, it's sometimes things that you maybe or I at least forget to do. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Um the first thing, again, quite simple, is that I want to greet students at the door when I can, mainly at break and lunch. Before school's tough because it's so busy and so long, so I'm there for an hour and a half before school starts and it's busy. But break time is a time when it's quite quick and a lot of students come in really uh, rapidly. So simply to stand at the door, smiling, greeting everybody, showing them that they're welcome in the library is something that uh, I forget to do sometimes, mainly because I'm busy, but really it's just there to say, hello, welcome, you are welcome in here, this is a safe place, this is a, a place where you can be yourself. And again, that is a really, again, a simple, straightforward thing. I I think it's those kinds of things that are most effective. Um, I'm thinking of back to my own experience in school libraries or whatever. Um, we didn't really have one when I went to school. We had a space but no librarian and the person in there wasn't very welcoming. So it's just one of those things that <clears throat> stood out with me that I didn't really feel welcome in the library. So it, it's uh, something I want to try to make sure that they're aware of. And So that's that. And number two would be to read aloud more to secondary school. So ages here in the UK, that means ages 11 to 19. And I'm going to read aloud much more to them. We're lucky that in year nine, so when they're 13, they come in with their library lessons every two weeks to um, read together uh, the same book. So we're going to start out with Long Way Down by Jason Reynolds. And... But with year sevens and eights, usually they, they're they reading independently for a bit, which is good. And then I do an activity. I'm going to break that up a little more. And I started today doing it with year eights. They had their first library lessons in. So we're going, we started to read Resist by Tom Palmer, which takes place in the Netherlands during World War II. And it's about a girl named Edda, who essentially is riding a bicycle through a ruined, um, a ruined city and she's part of the resistance so she's smuggling information back and forth through resistance groups and we just started but it's got this really tense kind of beginning where she's stopped by the nazi guards at a train station and she's got very sensitive information in her um, satchel and they are requesting to see it demanding should say to see it and she's watching in the background people being loaded up on trains and things like that it's pretty obviously pretty dark stuff, but it's it is aimed at um, that age group. So, and Tom Palmer is an amazing author, uh, and I th- I just think it's assumed sometimes, or 
um, it's assumed and expected that uh, reading aloud or reading to students kind of ends when they're 11, you know, when they move on. In the UK, usually there's no middle grades. It's just primary school, high school in some cases. So it kind of stops in many ways, reading for pleasure that way. So I'm trying to bring that <laughs> um, to the forefront. And today we read simply read the first ten pages of the book, and it ends again, like I said, on this on this pretty cool cliffhanger. And you know they were really appeared to be really engaged with it and excited that we were going to read it. We talked about the cover. We talked about um, you know I, I would stop at certain words to make sure they were aware of what words you know, the words meant, um, and talked about the resistance kind of in general what it what it would be like. The whole thing for me is like try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes who was experiencing that because this stuff obviously really happened and these uh, people put themselves in extremely dangerous situations so it's important for them to to read these kinds of books and to take them in and uh, I'm going to let other students read some if they want we're going to do some activities around it hopefully we'll get um, uh, Tom Palmer in to visit us things like that so again really simple but staying focused on what's important in my opinion reading for pleasure making sure they are aware of these great books the third thing is simply to involve staff as much as possible and i started out doing this in a very simple way in my opinion um we had new staff a bunch of new staff started this year and um i just made sure they were all introduced at the beginning of the the staff uh, the first staff meeting we had which was really cool and I just uh, make sure I took note of their names and just made a list of all the new staff. Went into Canva, which is really great. It's a free graphic design. If you, if you and it's got all kinds of cool stuff for edu- educators. I uh, made like a pamphlet. You could do a bookmark. So if you just type in bookmark or pamphlet or flyer or whatever, it comes up with these cool templates. And I simply made that's one on one side of the template. It just said what the library can offer. So you know, the, the fact that you can borrow books from the library, a lot of new staff don't remember this, and I keep forgetting to talk about that with them. So you can borrow books. We've got all these great books. Um, you can use the library computers. You can use the librarians. You can use me to for help with research lessons, context lessons, things like that, and all of our contact information. And on the back, it was simply a recommended reading list. And also on the front, I should say, flipping back over to the front, the fact that we have a, a huge uh, collection of for um, professional develop, development, and then on the on the other on the back of it was simply a recommended reading list of fiction, and books like um, When I See Blue by Lily ba- Bailey, which is uh, essential reading in my opinion, as is um, A Kind of Spark by L. McNichol. Um, books like that, Ghost Boys. Um, I think Wink was on there by Rob Harrell, which is really good if you like wonder. Those are books that you should be, I feel like teachers should read in order to gain empathy maybe, or not that they need to gain it, but to maybe step inside the shoes of people who are having different experiences in life. So those are the kinds of books that I'm recommending. So, and then I was, I was very fortunate that I do have some extra books, you know, books aimed at 12 plus, and I gave every staff member, and every new staff member a free book. I'm not saying you need to do that. Don't, you know, burst your budget <laughs> going out doing that, but just involving them, even if it's, um, so for instance, uh, if you have a program coming up, 
I've got two two new teachers already saying they're really interested in our Dungeons and Dragons program. I know that as the year goes on, they'll be busy and probably will won't be have time to get involved. But at the beginning of the year, it's really cool that they are going to do that. So they're really interested in watching it and learning more about it because they have a lot of um, students asking about it. So you can involve teachers in many ways. I have an entire podcast. Um, it's called uh, Outreach Ideas. I think it's right at the, if you scroll down, <laughs> scroll down to the bottom of this, it's all about how I um, engage with teachers. And I have another one called Collaboration, which is all about bringing the school to the forefront. But those are things, simple things, I guess I'm trying to do. <laughs> okay. Um, for, uh, fourth is what I call passive programming. I don't call it passive programming. I didn't create the idea but um, or the term, but it's called passive programming. And all that is, again, is a, is a library program where the students are engaging in the program. They are almost running it, if that makes sense. So really simple stuff, like I have a glass jar that I'd never know, knew what to do with. I'm just going to fill it with um, book recommendations um, and just put something on it. Like, are you stuck for a book? Can you think of a book? You know, let the jar decide. They love doing this. They love putting their hands in the jar and choosing books. Sometimes they just do it just as choose, but you know, just for the fun of it, but they're, they come in with their friends and um, I will have those books hopefully available. They may be <laughs> checked out, but uh, it's just something, it's something like that. Also I have a whiteboard, so I'm lucky to have a whiteboard on the wall and I'm going to just say, what did you, I, I did this this morning and lots of, lots of comments, you know, I hope you read something good this summer uh, you know, what did you read? And they've just been writing. One person just wrote all in huge letters, m- massive letters, uh, lots of comics, which I love to see. It's just a way for them to engage in. To be honest, it just helps make the library their space, but it, it makes it, um, uh, it doesn't take a lot of your time because this year I'm, ex- I'm finding myself extremely busy and it, I don't have, I have very little time. So, that's just something I'm noticing. And if we run these types of programs, that um, it'll be uh, something that will engage them and let them know that they own the library and it's their space. Last but not least, and I have a whole podcast episode dedicated to this, but I'm going to create a more in-depth library assistant program. And... All I mean by that really is that I want them to, I want them to have more pride in their their role. Um, they're going to be checking books in and out. We have about ten of them, uh, which is great. But I'm also going to um, create a handbook, and I will put that hopefully in the notes. Um, and it's a very simple handbook. It's like, welcome to the library. Here are some of the things we hope you can do. I'm not going to make, I'm not going to be like, you are going to do this. I'm not going to be like that. It's going to be, these are the things I hope that we can achieve this year. I hope you really enjoy yourself. I mean, it's not a paid job. They get, they will get like lunch past queue where they can jump the queue and all that, but they're not going to get, you know, it's not a paid gig or anything. So it's really about just having fun. And I want to make sure that they're having fun, that they're not finding it as drudgery. I think last year it was very chaotic. And I just was like, you guys just need to get on with it. And I was, again, really busy. But this year I am busy, but I want to make sure I'm really focused on it. So, And I'm not saying you have to have a library assistant program. I know some librarians who just don't have the time or the energy to do it. Because sometimes, yes, it can be more more work. But 
Um, I really love it. And I do love having them come in and use the behind the desk and check books in and out. But I want them to be a little bit more involved this year. I've got some great opportunities coming up for them to to get engaged. And it's just really just checking in with them, rewarding them more, making sure they know that they're they're valued. And again, it's simple stuff. It's just taking a second to step back and realize that um, you kind of have to focus on these simple things. It sounds like a really cheesy motivational thing, and I hate that stuff, but it some of it, the idea that you need to focus on the simple, I guess, resonates a little bit with me that it's it's important, especially in the library where you can get inundated with things that maybe aren't library related. You can be asked to do this and that and this, and it kind of find yourself maybe being spread a little thin. I'm really going to focus this year just on um, being there, greeting students, doing these passive programs, making sure all staff are aware of what's going on, having fun, and using library lessons to read more aloud. That's really what I'm going to try to do this year. And five things, five things I'm going to try to focus on. So I hope that was useful. It's a very short episode today, but I I don't have a good attention span really. So, um, you know, 15 minutes is, is good for me. <laughs> and I hope this was um, useful. So take care and I'll see you on Thursday. Bye. <laughs>